What's cracking, guys? Uh, we're back, and we got a very special video episode of Driven Crazy this week. Uh, I've never done this before. First time doing it. This one's going to be up on YouTube. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all the normal places you can find this. But it will be on YouTube as well. And for this episode, we've got the fantastic Christina Montori. I met Christina shortly after I got into comedy about a year ago, and she's become a great friend and an even better comic. And uh, yeah, we had a fantastic conversation, uh, and we got the whole thing out here for you guys. Uh, I apologize for the, the weird irregularities, but uh, my life has been a bit of a disaster uh, the last month or so, and you'll hear all about it. Uh, we get real, we talk about some crazy stuff. One thing to plug before we start watching, uh, before we get into the podcast, um, I've got one show coming up that I know of. Uh, it's going to be at Lux Lounge in Roanoke, Virginia on May 19th at 7 p.m. If you are uh, not watching Game of Thrones like I am, come out to that. Come check it out. It's going to be fantastic. Christina's on it as well. So we, uh, we plug it a little bit in the podcast. You'll hear more about it there. You'll get more details. But uh, yeah, that's the one thing I got coming up. But if you come out to that, it'll be fantastic. It's $20 in advance, $23 at the door. So get your tickets now. Uh, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a killer lineup. And uh, yeah, let's get cracking. Trying to abuse the fact that people find you attractive to get I was, more I was views. Sleeping, <laughs> I was sleeping in my Uber. Sleeping in my yeah. Uber. That's the name of your. That's the name of your album. Yeah. So this is already like we already started this podcast. We've already started this podcast. Jeez, Colby. I, I know. Get to look cute and stuff. <laughs> it's okay. How's it going? I have not seen you since my life fell apart in several ways. Your life. How old are you, Colby? Twenty-one. I'm gonna doctor fill your ass right now. Oh no. Oh Maybe. no. My engagement. So I, mean, I started off this year breaking my tailbone, and we're currently up to my engagement ended, and I watched a man kill himself the second we convinced him to live in the last month. So you watched a man kill himself. Watched a man kill himself. So I wanna, see, see when the way you say this, like watched a man kill himself, and not like saw a man kill himself. Okay, so makes that's... it sound like you knew it was gonna happen. And you're like, I'm gonna watch this today. Well, we I'm did. Gonna, we were trying to like help gonna, the guy as I'm much as we enjoy could. this. It was. <laughs> You ever just get in a situation where you don't know what the hell to do? Yeah, like that daily. was a, that was the situation. Because all right, all right, I'm gonna go over the whole story on this because uh, this is this is fresh. Okay, good. Um, all right, so Harlan and I were going downtown to get food because she'd recommended this taco place called El Jefe that I'd never been, and I'm always down for tacos. El Jefe. Hello. Yeah. Now, so we get there and we're like, she's like, oh hey, uh, Mitch lives here. Mitch is a mutual friend, so okay. we're like, hey, let's invite Mitch. And Mitch shows up, and we're in the restaurant and. He didn't want to eat outside, but Harley wanted to eat outside. So we ate outside. Okay. Uh, and we sit down and, like, we order. Uh, and there's this good dude just, like, standing on a bridge nearby. Right. Uh, and we, like, Mitch is like, oh, man, he looks like he's really thinking about it, just jokingly. Right. Uh, and we all had a weird feeling about it. Okay. And then Harley says, do a backflip, right? Because we're horrible people and we oh, joke no. about it. Oh, did he hear? No, he didn't okay. hear. We were far enough away they didn't oh, hear us. Okay, and then, okay. so then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> Cheering this guy up. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Contemplating <laughs> life on Earth. <laughs> Do a backflip! Oh gosh, I, I, oh, I really hope it didn't hear us. But anyways, oh, so I go to the bathroom uh, and I come back and all, the first thing I see is they're both gone. I'm like, did okay. Thanos just straight up snap these two out of existence? I didn't okay. know what happened. Uh, but what happened was the second I left, the dude climbed over the railing. Uh, and Harley, and Harley, like, she's still bruised from when she like kicked the table because she just went and ran. She like opened the gate, went to go uh, grab the guy because she, in the moment of adrenaline, felt like she could pull him up. Uh, and the guy said, "If you touch me, I'm gonna drop." And yeah, and she 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 has dealt yeah she has dealt with shared that man's last moments. She has dealt with suicide and stuff her entire life, and wow. so she said she told me she's like, "Please, sir, it gets better. I promise you. It doesn't seem like it, but yeah. it does." 
she said it was the first time in four years that she's actually believed that. Uh, and that's what makes the rest of this even worse. So Mitch was like, Harley, get back, call the police. And so she goes to the restaurant nearby and calls the police. Yeah. And Mitch, like the guy tells Mitch to get off the bridge. And Mitch is like at the end of the bridge on his knees, hands in the air, talking to the guy for like 10 minutes. And uh, what ended up happening was he, they convinced him to come back over. Okay. Uh, and he was working. And I had come back. And I'm like, where are these guys? And I went down there and I saw him on the ground. And he's yeah. like, get back, get back. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. So I was like standing there not knowing what to do. Uh, and my first thought when I saw the guy on the other side of the railing was that's a weird exercise because <laughs> I, I couldn't grasp what was going on and then I mean just the next thing I knew I heard Mitch scream his name and I heard the dude hit the ground Whoa. and I didn't know I mean I, I, one thing I've, I've learned about myself uh, I, I have a hard time dealing with things but if there's ever someone around me that's worse off than I am I can handle anything until I get the situation sorted out yeah. So my first thought of the situation is, oh, God, where's Harley? Yeah. I ran, found her, uh, we got that straightened out, Mitch went down. The police got there the second after the dude fell. Uh, just in time. Just, exactly. Uh, Mitch is an army <laughs> medic, so he ran down and helped assess the situation. Clean up crew. Uh, and then I, I drove Lynchburg. Harley there. Huh? Lynchburg. Lynchburg Police. Uh, this is not, still not better than the news yet, by the way. Well, see, I used to work in the news. They're probably not going to cover it. No. Uh, because we did we, we actually, you wouldn't believe how many people commit suicide a day, Colby. That's a good point. You don't, <laughs> we don't report on suicide. That's a good, well, um, yeah. Usually, unless it is a famous person and people are going to be like, that what happened to that guy? You that know what I mean? Sense. You have to report it because people are wondering. Or if it was very public, like if there was a crowd, if it was like a festival going on right. and some guy decided to like okay. jump off the Ferris wheel, that makes we sense. wouldn't just pretend that didn't happen. We're like, okay, we got to report on this shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, your situation, like how many people do you think witnessed that? Like 20, maybe 15, 20. Okay. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. I guess that's, that's the news station's call, but a lot of times yeah. they won't report on it. Um, uh, I'm sure some of it has to do with like respect for the family. I don't know. I exactly what the reason was. I, I wish I knew more about the situation. Because yeah. that's, that's what's going to kill you. It's, like it's just not really knowing yeah. anything about yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, so so have you gotten any dark jokes out of it so far? See, like my selfish comedian A couple. Ass, like, I'm going to try Colby, some tonight. Colby calls me. I just witnessed a guy commit suicide. I'm like, this is great. Start writing some <laughs> shit. <laughs> down <laughs> well so Harley just started getting into comedy like the second yeah. she stopped sobbing she's like I have to figure out how to make this a bit now and I'm like I love that's how I know she's already. supposed to oh you're gonna her. love her like, I love her uh, yeah that's the best thing about yeah. comedy is like no matter how shitty things are no matter how bad a yep. situation is you're like this is inspirational yeah this we're gonna we're, we're, the two, we're gonna try to figure out like, to, like, to divvy up who's gonna get to talk about it in what way uh, but I mean like but that's part of what tonight's going to be, is figuring that out. But I mean, I've got, like, a basis. This might end up being one of those things where it's, like, five minutes of storytelling followed by one, like, horrible darkness and then, like, one joke well, at the end that, like, yeah. ties it together. Yeah. Because, like, I laughed and it was horrible. At first, I was like, I didn't get the damn tacos. I still don't know what the tacos are like. the tacos. And, like, three days later, once we're both finally okay about everything, she's like... Have you ever been to La Coretta? I'm like, I've never been to La Coretta. She's like, we should go to La Coretta. I said, Harley, you're a zero for one on Mexican restaurant recommendations right about now. So I would rather jump off a bridge and go to a Mexican restaurant right about now. So the tacos were to die for. Actually, uh, well, we can go. Oh, 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 there you go. Because I, because I, I thought that was bad, but I'm glad you laughed. Because, like, <laughs> I laugh I at everything. you just laughed because you were polite. Yeah, I laugh at everything. Um, <laughs> The, we, did, we just went back yesterday, and the tacos are fantastic. That place is a gem. 
I'm using your video as a mirror, by the way. That, uh -huh. Why not, right? The world see it all. Let me tell you what, Colby. My skin, when I went to Florida, yeah. it just started glowing. I'm sure. I get to Roanoke. Boo. I start breaking out again. This place, it's not good for my skin. Interesting. Or Lynchburg now. But oh, Lynchburg. right Lynchburg's not good for anything except Southwest nap. Virginia, not good for my skin. It's a horrifying place. Yeah, so that was... That was something. I had never seen something. anyone die before, and I've been dealing with like momentary PTSD flashbacks. You know, Colby, PTSD flashback suicide. Like we have bigger issues, like the pimple on my forehead. Like I think we need to just spoken like a true stop news lady. Being, stop being selfish right now. <laughs> <laughs> just <stop>. no. <laughs> no. A man that died, is, but my skin. Oh man. That is serious stuff, though. Like yeah. This, 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 like, it's making me want to jump off a bridge, Colby. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, then, no, really, it's serious. Like, I do feel for you. Like, that's some dramatic stuff. I'm glad that you're able to laugh about it already a little I, bit. That's how I process everything. Uh, for you know, for was, better or for worse, that's what I It was going to happen whether you were there or not. That's you know true. What I mean? Like, that's maybe true. this was, like, the comedy god's little gift to you. It just put you in the right spot at the right time. You never know. Oh, look at me. I'm glowing. You're glowing. Is this a filter? Oh, no. No, it's just, it's just the, the weird angle. When I said comedy gods, it, 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 oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a sign. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't I don't have a lot of stuff planned. I don't have much new stuff. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've got new stuff since the last time I've seen you, but I don't have anything like this week. Okay. Uh, I mean, this might be one of those get up and just talk times. I'm going to do the same. I've been working more and yeah, more but that, on, that's been working on for you. crowd work. It has. Do you know what's weird? Every time I get up and I have a planned thing, like, it goes okay. Yeah. Every time, like, I'm just going to get up and I'm going to be just as surprised mm -hmm. at the things coming out of my face as all of you. And it seems... See, I'm too scared of just choking. Because, like, I've, I've, I've struggled with that more recently. Like, I sit down to write a paper and I'm like, why I'm am I incapable of... Here's the generating words. The trick is, the trick is, you gotta be like a comedy Jedi, which is the same as being a lunatic. Yeah. It's not caring what the people think, right? I stopped it's caring like, what people think. You guys think. are already here. You can leave if you hate it. Since this breakup, uh, I have stopped caring what anyone thinks about anything. Uh, I, I, I have dropped any sense of obligation I feel towards anyone and anything. And That's this has wonderful. honestly been great. You're going to be a better person. I'm, it sounds I'm like you're going to be an asshole, but really you're going to be a better person. You know why? Because people I'm not only burnt have... Out. Yes, you only have a certain amount of fucks to give. That's true. You know what I mean? And when you're a people pleaser, you and when you're dating give someone, all of your fucks away like... You like and when you're dating like someone in a terrible a, situation, a, yeah, his mom is dying. Yeah, fucks. Like, oh, random lady yeah. on the street, I'm going to give you a fuck, I'm going to give you a fuck, I'm going to give all these people fucks. And then when people who actually need you are like, Colby, can I have a fuck? <laughs> you're like, I got no more fucks! Yeah, but then, that's, when, that's when I would go into then, I would go into fuck dead at that point. Yeah, that my but problem. now you're just like I don't really give a fuck about that. I don't yeah, give a fuck about that. Yeah. So then when your friends and family and people who are close to you really need you, you're like I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way to that's, put it. I, uh, I like that. I, I, I didn't eat for three days. I didn't eat for three days. Because I got to the point where I realized, I'm like, I'm no longer carrying the entire burden of a second person's existence. Yeah. And I stopped stress eating, and now I have to relearn how food works. <laughs> this has been, this is an interesting experience. It, it's just, I go back a month ago, and my life was so tr dramatically different. Uh, I'm not texting, by the way. I'm writing down that, I'm making that thing into, like, a bit. That, you know, no one gives a fuck thing. There you go. That's a good one. I mean, my comically large uh, water bottle over here. shit. 
if someone finds my phone one day, Colby, they're going to yeah. be like, this is some beautiful vibe. Like, this girl was struggling. This girl, <laughs> like, you should see the stuff in her phone. Hey, if I die, will you read all the things on my phone at my funeral? Absolutely. Okay, good. Read it I, in that, that Godfrey God voice. God. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I should I have hired that, that out gonna, as a service. You're doing that bit on the 19th. Oh, of course I'm doing that bit. Okay, okay, That okay. bit got Did you tell long. the people? Is this even going to show before our show? Or what? Uh, probably. This is probably going to be the next one I release. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Colby is going to ball out with his new dark humor side, I hope. The I problem know, is I record so many of these, and then I get excited about one, and I'll release it, and I just keep backing up. And I've got one from winter break that okay. I still haven't released well, you got to release this one so that we can get people hyped for our That's show. exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, it's okay. So I'll just give you the deets on the show. I had never said deets before. Oh, no. Am I that person? Uh, maybe you're that person now. Anyway, Florida, Florida got, turned you, got, you into I that person. I got so excited to see Colby Esther saying deets. Oh. Um, so here's the deets. It's May 19th, which is a Sunday. You've got nothing else to do. You're listening to podcasts as we speak. So like, We're no, watching you on YouTube. You don't have a whole lot of social life, but you can meet people at this event have more of a social life. Or you can not meet people and you can shut up and listen to us. That's another even option. Even better. Even better. Because we don't care about your life. We just want you to come and laugh at us. With us. Um, there you go. You fixed it. With you us. Saved it. At us. Too. I'm okay. Laugh. You can laugh at me if you want. I, most of my it's, stuff is laughing at me at the, this point. <laughs> it's going to be at 7 o'clock in the evening. It's going to end at 9. So you can you can be in bed and go do your work things. It's not a problem. If you go to bed before 9 o'clock, then I don't even want to know you. Like, well, I used to do it, so... Really? Yeah, oh, just, well, you I had to wake up at, like, what hour? Two in the morning. Yeah, see, that to, makes... I used to go to bed at six in the evening. So if you're one of those oh. third shift people, like, I feel for you. Um, but uh, we're not going to go into that right now. Anyway, I'll start over from the top. May 19th. It's okay. a Sunday. 7 p.m. Lux Lounge. 213 Lux Virginia. Lounge, Virginia. It's on Williamson Road. It's um, going to be catered by Tony Avellino's... Uh, as seen in the Roadacre magazine, really good food. We've got pizza, pasta, the whole Italian vibe going on. Uh, it'll be buffet style, so you can eat a lot. Okay, your ticket's $20. If you buy it now online, it's going to be $25 at the door, so better to buy now. That's true. And we did this show, was it what, like six months ago? Something like that, yeah. We sold it was out. November. We ran out of chairs. We ran out of chairs. People. I was there. It was insane. Yeah, we ran out of chairs. I was so stressed out. I was like, "Oh my god, we don't have any chairs." We're not gonna stress out and, the kitchen staff. Yeah, and then a- I had like this. Then I was like, "Just ease in for a minute. Just ease in. Like, chill out for a minute." And I was like, "Wait a minute. This is a great problem to have. We ran That's out of true. chairs." That's very true. Oh, yeah, we ran out of chairs. <laughs> so this time I'm gonna have 200. We, we have 200 chairs available. So once 200 tickets are sold. Uh, no more people get a, a ticket, so you do want to get those tickets like soon. Um, dinner and a show, twenty bucks. That's, Honestly, that's yeah. really good. Featuring yours truly. Yeah. I mean, we might see a mental breakdown on stage. Oh yeah. Inside. Who wouldn't want to see a gay marshmallow um, of a breakdown on this stage? This is gonna be great. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. but how, how's the heartbreak going? Like with the with the with the relationship? Yeah. That's I've been over that for. We, we've talked about the, the the people know. Right? No. Uh, no, I haven't should, talked about should, it yet. Should we tell them? This is like the first one. Well, this is the first one I've recorded since that happened. All right, well, I'm going to let you tell your story, or we can just skip it. I mean, there's not much to tell without getting into personal details, but... Uh, You're what, a comic. you got to get into those personal details. A, uh, an important thing in any relationship <laughs> is, is, is love languages, obviously. And I hate to sound like a Liberty student with that, but it's a real thing. It's an important thing. And, and I'm one of those people who has an easier time adopting someone else's love language. Uh, at least as far as like giving is is concerned, 
Uh, but when you're in a relationship with someone for almost six years, yeah. and they just—it's nothing against her. She tried. She gave yeah. it every last bit of effort she yeah. had, and I, I'll never say otherwise. Yeah. Uh, but she's just never able to quite do that. Uh, and, and 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 I had moved down here and like become a person. Like I've got like a, a life going on yeah. here, and I got, she didn't know the me in Virginia because uh-huh. it's such a it, it's, life was so drastically different. She never she hadn't moved out or anything. Uh, so, it, it, like, I was growing, you know, she was sort of staying in the same place, just sort of yeah. waiting on me to graduate to get married, yeah. and I was like, I can't, I can't be a, a support, like a safety net for someone, you know what I mean? Uh, as much as I wanted to, because I've had a savior complex Clearly, my entire life. like, I jumped a bridge, you did nothing. So. Exactly, I, I sat there, Harley not tried and failed. Not a safety net, this guy. Better not to try than try and <laughs> fail. Write that down, kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but, but you know what, you're, you're 21. Yep. It was mutual. You know I mean? We both we literally it's, both brought it up at the same time. Uh, no hard feelings. It's We're a friends. Good thing. It hurts for a little bit, but it's a good thing. It did. It hurt a lot a longer. No one knew that there was problems. There was one person in my life, Grace, shout out, who had any idea that anything was wrong. Uh, so everyone feels like it's kind of out of the blue. It was not out of the blue. And even I mean. I might sound like a little bit of a hippie spirit child with this, but I truly believe it. So even if you were having some problems and things were like, whatever, 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 I really think you learn some things from it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, some people... I don't regret a day of it. Yeah, and some people say things like, oh, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Maybe it was meant to be. It was meant to be for those six years. Exactly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then then now, and you're not moving on. You're not forgetting them. You're moving forward with what you learned from them. That is very you know what true. I mean? Like that you're always going to be a part of each other because oh, yeah. you learn, you became who you are because you yeah. had the opportunity to love each other. Absolutely. That's, you're just fellow humans who had a special connection, yep. and you can love and respect each other. Yep. Um, on opposite ends of the world now. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> opposite sides of the coast. Or the city, or whatever. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> wherever she lives. Like, like a 15 degree wedge of a pie. Yeah. But it makes it so much easier, uh, too, just mentally, to get over breakups and things when you look at it like that. You're not actually having to give up a person. You're not losing anyone. Oh, yeah, no, You're no. just moving in a different direction. It was not that hard. I'd been getting over it for months. Yeah. Which was part of why it's that, that made the surprising comeback. Yeah. Uh, but well, I mean, not to mention, I had a support. I had a support network. Like, I like. You're only 21. I know. I've been. Those 21 year olds, Colby, can't have a face to face conversation. You got podcasts going. You're getting on stage. You're getting it done, son. So, so that's been my whole life. <laughs> like, if you talked to me when I was five, you'd think I was an adult already. Because <laughs> I didn't have friends in my age group because I wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, so uh-huh. I had no bonding with the rest of the 90s kids. <laughs> so most of the, my friends, like the people whose opinions I cared about, were my parents and my parents' friends. And I was great with them. Like I was the, the I was like the king of like adult kid relationships. Yeah. So I've been an adult my whole life. Awesome. Uh, which is part of why being some people used to think I'm, I'm, yeah? I'm still like, am I an adult? I think you're like, oh when you have children you'll feel like an adult. I'm not gonna have children. I might adopt some there or kidnap some, but I'm not gonna That's the other thing. Now that I'm I don't have. feel obligated to have kids or something, I'm like, I think I, what I wanna do is I wanna eventually someday when I'm well off adopt an older kid. Oh, yeah, I would love to adopt, uh, like, a child star. Like, someone, like, just start going. <laughs> child like, star. What was that? What was that? Um, How many more social media side? followers do you need, what Christina? Was, what was the blind side? Was, I don't think she, I ever saw that. She adopted the football player and he was famous. I don't think I ever saw anyway, that. Anyway. I'm going to adopt, I'm going to adopt a 
a kid who's really good at something. <laughs> so then they'll make a movie about how heroic I am. Like and Shazam. And I'll get to live off this kid's salary. There you go. <laughs> Hit a kid who can take care of you. That's what you're going to do. No. I'm no longer trapped in the cycle. I'm going to have a kid. I'm going to force my kid to be a pilot. They're going to resent me because of it like everyone right, else I know. Right. Real talk, though, I do want to adopt a kid like between the ages of like 6 and 12 yeah. just because those are really hard ages to get adopted Absolutely. right when I used to work in the news they had this thing called Fox Kid of the Week oh my god it was the most heartbreaking thing it was almost like watching those things when like you need to adopt a puppy yeah and yeah, yeah. Like, this puppy is great he can do this he can do that he's great with kids but it was a kid so it was like even more heartbreaking and the kid was with like had this resume for themselves they were like I can color in the lines and I would make a Great big sister, and I'm like, oh my! Oh. Why doesn't everybody love you? I can't, but like, someone should. <laughs> no, I was, I, I could, I, my life was not anywhere together to, to have a kid at that point. It's still not. But when I'm 40, which is in nine years, my life is more together like since to it fell apart. I just got a bed. I finally got a bed for the first time in my life. What? I, you didn't have a bed? I didn't have a bed. Well, I, mean, I had a dorm bed. I was basically a piece of cardboard. Yes, essentially. And I realized that's why I've been so tired all the time. Last night, I <laughs> faded out of, straight up faded out of existence for about two hours of the night. I was gone. There was no me. That that was a that was an experience. Yeah. I got a killer deal. Student student discount, and I was getting it the day I was there. Uh, dude gave me a great deal. Mattress outlet in Lynchburg. If anyone's around here looking for one, great place. Cold. No, you're fine. I'm gonna cut my. I'm just still. I'm still Florida. Like, oh, you're still Florida. I'm in, oh my god. I'm sitting here telling telling my Google Home to turn the temperature down in my room like a like a douche. My, guess what? I keep my thermostat on in Florida. It's on AC. Guess what I keep it on? Christina, what do you keep it on? Seventy-seven. Oh, you're disgusting. We can't be friends and anymore. And I'm staying with my friend in Roanoke right now, and he keeps his thermostat on seventy. And I keep mine really at sixty-seven cold. or something. I'm, oh 67 my god. Or 69. We couldn't. Exists. See, okay, okay. Now, Together. now, every every female I've ever met in my life is always freezing cold, and so they always yeah, jack it up. Uh, Harley's place, her her thermostat is kept at sixty seven or sixty five, and this is Whoa. when I knew. Soulmate. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went over there. I'm like, I can bear to be in this place. What is happening right I'm now? I'm not gonna lie. I was so a while back. I was kind of seeing two different dudes. I mean, now I'm seeing much more than that. But the time, <laughs> the time there was two, and um. And I really wanted to just pick one. Right. And I was like, okay, was the thermostat wanna... the deciding factor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel I that big mood. Was, I feel that. They were both great. And I was like, this guy keeps his house on like 60s. This one keeps his place, apartment, on 70. It was like 73, 74. And I was like, you are the winner. You know what I mean? And the other guy did have more food in his fridge. Yeah. So that was also an issue. I was like, well, he's got more food. I'm like, but I can pack a lunch, but it's just, but changing the temperature was always an argument, right. you know? I love how I've, my dating game is like how, like, homeless people find a place. Like, what's the temperature? Is there food there? <laughs> like, I'm, the problem is I'm a space heater. I, I, I will raise the, the temperature in any room I'm in by five degrees. Oh, I thought you were talking about you use space heaters, but you were a space heater. No, no, I would never use a space got heater. It, got it, got it, got that it, was got the it. other, that was the other reason I was... <laughs> I should, well, I should just tell people the reason Danielle and I broke up is because she had a bed heater, like a heating pad she put in her bed. How sick, evil, and twisted is that? To put a heating pad in your bed? Yes! That sounds good. 
No, it doesn't. You need the room to be like 50 degrees. You know what degrees. I do? I have a hair dryer by my bed, and before I get in the bed, I'm like, mm, oh no, no. Warm it up. I want the bed to be cold. No. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Oh, you're so warm. wrong. It needs to be warm. For a while, I thought I needed like a partner to snuggle me. Um, turns out, hair carbs dryer, and a hair dryer. Hair dryer, carbs are great, and a, a weighted blanket. Weighted blankets. Weighted Let blanket. me it's Don't like even a hog get me started without on this the thing. commitment. You know? Exactly. Uh, that really was, I, was, I was crashing at my, my, my friend Grace's uh, a couple of times, and they have, she has weighted blankets, and oh, oh. Mine's leaking a little bit of sand, though. That's oh, no. Oh, these they are like the legit ones bit. with glass beads. My parents oh, have like a 60-pound one, and I almost got to take it. I was so, I was this close. It's really good. I, I like know. to like, like shimmy down in it and just let it lay on me and yeah. just like I'm stuck. Yeah, then it, feels, then it feels skin tight and I get, I I get self-conscious. So I'm I mean, in my bed alone and I get self-conscious. Self-conscious. Welcome to where I'm at in life. Why do you get self-conscious in your bed alone? Huh? Are you going to dive into that? Why are you getting self-conscious in your bed alone? I, d- I don't know. I'm just constantly self-conscious about myself. Well. Why do you think I seek validation from strangers on a weekly basis? I mean, don't we all? Most, some people don't. We're, we're some people are totally fine not doing this and I don't get those people. I get I, I have to check my Instagram. Um, it's kind of like a, a obsessive compulsive thing. Yeah. The likes. Oh, uh, see, likes I just don't posts. get social media enough to. I am. Um, well, I use it for you know Promotion. promoting. Yeah, and you're good like at that. that. Like, I want to hire you. But it always makes me laugh when I see things that people write. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it just it just makes my day. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm just loving it since 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 all this crap has happened. I've just been better at work better at work. Like, Claudia's like, can y'all get back together and then break up again? Because you're... <laughs> I might single-handedly just, save the office. Do you think it's like you're at. trying to keep your mind off of things? You're just like uber-focused about I don't know what it is. like a wave lifted. You're happy. It's that's, like that's new That's part things. of it. That's part of it. I don't I know. I love how like one... Like, you're so bipolar with your feelings, but it's good. Cause it's I really natural. am. It's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster life, and, and especially right after breakups. Know, because you're, you're like feeling like, oh, wait, new exciting things, and then like one little trigger will happen or like a sun a sun is setting oh the sunset always gets me and then you're like oh, I love sun Virgin, uh, Virginia's the, the, got the, the best the sunsets I've ever had, seen you know oh I don't miss it uh, well I was I was um because the, the parts of it that I had I um, still have still have and you know what see, I mean see like, like, like us being in a relationship and not has not been all that different mm-hmm. which is part of why I realized it was the right idea well, you are you are very lucky to have found a very nice thing like that. You know, I did the same thing. I got out of a marriage. What are you shushing about? Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want to talk about your your. I've got a, a very good support your, network. We're your, not, no. your masturbation toys. Oh, those! That's let's bring that wide open. When you say <laughs> toys, as if it's not just a Ziploc bag vaseline and a couch. <laughs> Any man out there listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Ziploc bag and, and what? Vaseline and a couch. See, I've heard about the couch, but I didn't realize the Ziploc bag and the Vaseline's part of it. That makes a lot of sense, Just makes it, Yeah, it makes That's it a lot a, easier. Oh, gosh. You guys have such we get creative. cool ways. I know, and we spend all of our creativity on that and then have left, nothing else left over for anything else. I love that. That's usually what I ask guys on a first date, like how they masturbated they were. That's a really interesting question because you, you, you must <laughs> give me your top you three. Really, what are the really top three answers? 
Because there's got to be some good Well, ones. usually it's like, whoa. But, but here's the thing. Uh, okay, okay, is okay, so couch, couch is one. Couch is one. Uh, a lot of them say, a lot, I think they're lying, but everyone's like, I mean, I just use my hand. I've never used anything else. I'm like, come on. If I had a dick, I'd put it everywhere. Are you kidding me? You just only used your hand. That's dumb. That's yeah, not. They might now, I but look, they didn't I like, always. Like, they think I'm going to look down on them for... For like, if they tell me like their freak side, but really right. I'm looking down on them because I'm like this person lacks creativity. Yeah, like, see, there you just, go. This is there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like to ask off the wall questions to guys, That's and good. I like to do weird things because I'm not looking. It's great, Colby. I'm not looking for a relationship in my life. I love riding solo. Yeah. So I get to be a hundred percent me. I get to be a total freak um, because it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, best case scenario, the guy's like, wow, your weird matches my weird. We're yeah. great. And that's happened a lot of times. Sometimes it's like, this girl's out of control. She needs to get out of my apartment. And I'm like, <laughs> bye. Bumble next. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And um, you get to be... Oh, okay, you can speak this from the other side of the equation. People open up so much faster when you open up first. You know, like, I'll go into like, a guy's place and I'm just like, hey, what do you have to eat? And I'll just, like, open the fridge like I've been oh, living yeah. there for years. Oh, you're like, my I'm going to take off my shoes. I don't wear makeup like when I go this is what I look like for dates like this is terrible but um it just whatever I'm just like this is it like this is what I'm gonna do if you don't like it I'm gonna move on to the next person because like I'm not auditioning for girlfriend here yeah uh, I'm just trying to hang out there you go so I'm gonna be comfortable while I hang out and it's, I like it it's so I like it fun. I really like it I have been asked it can't so you know how people do like the can I see a dick pic thing they want to see I don't well, know that. Well, they do no. that. Christina, I've been but single for three collective years of my life, none, none oh, past, okay. None, okay. none past okay. the age okay. of fifteen okay. until now. Well, well, guys will like ask like if I want to see because like you know I'm very direct with like yeah. with things. Uh, I'm on the road a lot doing open mics and different shows and stuff. So sometimes Brandon. I'm like, well, I mean, I just I would like to I'd like to get laid and I'd like a nice place to stay. So I'll get on the dating apps, right? And um, I'll be like. I'm gonna send you a pic, and I'm like, "All right, that's great, but can you send me a pic of your shower? Like, can I see what the shower situation is? Like you, you like a two sheet guy or a one sheet guy? Like, psychopaths. People only have one sheet on their bed. I, I have one sheet. Blanket. On my bed. You just give like like a blanket because three so seconds into getting into bed, the sheet sweaty. is at my feet. You get sweaty. You need two layers of sheet. You need one. See, sheet the, okay, okay. Oh, you want to know why you get sweaty? Because yeah. you keep your bed at 89 degrees, like a psychopath. No. Two sheets because it's gross too. You get all your body, like your skin, like there's little bits of skin particle that comes off on on the blankets. That's why you need two sheets. You can wash the sheets. Oh my gosh! So that that wouldn't work because the sheets are gone within ten seconds of me being in a bed. Anyways, they're on the floor. No, I'm so I'm a burrito. Do you just like stay in the same position when you sleep? No. Because because I don't. I am a stallion. Honestly, the, be- the, be- the sheets just end up gone. I usually end up on the couch because I sleep better by myself. Um, that offends people so much. Really? Like, even when I was married, like my husband was cool about it. Like we slept in different rooms a lot of the time. Like we slept in the same room. We like banged it out and stuff. But then I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go to my bed. Mainly, yeah, I think I got it. used to it because um, of my work schedule for so long. For seven oh, years, yeah. I was doing TV weather, and I had to wake up two in the morning and went to bed at six in the evening so we were like not on the same schedule at all it just made more sense it must have been kind of rough bed. though what it must have been kind of rough it must have been rough yeah it was it was pretty rough at times but all jobs have their own yeah. bit of rough yep you know 
schedule wasn't great, but hair dryer in your bed. I can't even look at you. Hair dryer in my bed. Can't look at you. Can't yeah. do it. Can't do it. Yeah, that's that's it. Um. All right. So, oof. That was that was this is like that was the intro. Let's the get onto. Uh, let's just start with the Christina origin story. Origin. Yeah, the origin, like everything. Okay. About what me. what made you need people's validation? Was it was it parental? Was it like peer related? What um, what gets to why you are the way you are? Uh, a couple can coupling that with like the narrative of how you got to where you are because you've got an interesting one. Okay, I'll give you water real quick because I'm getting dry mouth. All right, sorry guys. All right, here we go. This is life water. It's actually tap water. I put in life water. water yet? Yeah, that's. I've been refilling this one for a hot while now. My comically large water bottle. Okay. So. If you want to really know where it all starts. That's what I that's that's what I'm here for. I have a memory when I was a kid. Ooh, oh, oh, this here we go. I was brushing my teeth. I was getting the back ones really good. And my mom comes in, she said, Christina, I knew I don't know how old I was, but I know I had to be on a stool so that I could see the mirror. I was a little kid. She goes, you're spending way too much time on your back teeth. Spend more time on your front teeth. And I was like, but I use my back teeth to eat. <clears throat> and she said, people see your front teeth. They're more important. And I think that's where it all started. Wow. <laughs> wow, that got good. Right? I think that, I really do think that might, might be where, where needing validation, you know, started. And then wow. and when I was in elementary school, always very quirky. I have some strange mannerisms. You remind me so much of the weather girl from uh, Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. No, I need to watch it. You really do, because okay. you look like her, too. Oh, cool. Like, it, it's, it's, <sighs> it's, it's, it's disturbingly accurate. Okay. Well, well, I was just very awkward, you know what I mean? And people would always say, you're weird. You're weird. They said, you're weird all the time. You're weird. And I was like, what's Same. so weird about me? What's so weird about me? And then um, over time, I started uh -oh. to kind of adjust. What's what's up? Fire trucks. Oh, what is that? To kill is that an old folks home? Oh no. Oh. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> old. It's old folks home. They lived a good life. <laughs> My grandma's in one of those, and they have, they have a <laughs> they have to have a stove, otherwise it becomes hospice care rather than assisted living. And they just like oh. they force them all to put microwaves on top of the stoves, and they can't get to them. Like, that just sounds even more dangerous, because one's going to turn it on haphazardly and burn the place down. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to burn the place down. I'm excited. I can have candles in my new place. I couldn't have those in my dorm. You can have candles in your I am a slut for candles, so this is going to be really good. Slut for candles. A slut for candles. And blueberry and Chinese food. So what would you do for a candle? That's a, we'll make it work. Unspeakable things. I don't like that. You you don't like that. <laughs> no, I didn't like I didn't like what I tried to do with that jingle. Oh. <laughs> okay, so so I'm okay with you, you doing unspeakable like, things. Like everyone should just do whatever they want. Was going into whether like your first <clears throat> first thing you wanted to like you this like settled on that you wanted to do, or was there something before that and you ended up in that? I always wanted to be a scientist for some reason. I thought it'd be really a scientist. cool to have it is a scientist. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> what I think signed is I think of a dude in a lab coat. Like, oh, okay. Like I wanted. I really wanted an ist after my title. It just okay. sounds smart. You know what I mean? I like that. And I was like, I don't know, should I be like a biologist? 
scientist or an archaeologist Ooh. or a paleontologist. And you picked the most interesting one. And then I got, became a meteorologist. Now I study meteors. Um, <laughs> that's what a lot of people think. No, this weather guy came to our school when I was in third grade, and I just thought it sounded really cool. So I got into that. And um, But I was always really into performing as well. I loved school plays and things like that. It was weird because I was very awkward and shy off stage, but yeah. once I got on stage, I just felt like very yeah. alive and very comfortable and very in my element. Um, and then it was this, this, this thing, like, do I go after science or do I go after performing? And I don't think I did this. You um, kind of went after both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I did that logically. Like, I, don't, I think that was more of a subconscious thing. It sort of happened. It just sort of happened. Yeah. Like, oh, I kind of want to perform, and um, I'm also good at science and math and stuff, and this seems like a cool way to, to do both, but I think what ended up happening was, I mean, it was great for a few years. Yeah. It ended up getting very boring after a while, and I think it's because I didn't go full force into a passion. Right. I think my passion... I think I was good at science. You're like I, think I was good at science, and I think that's what I wanted everyone to see was like yeah. this is a smart person, right? And I was too afraid to really go after that performing passion, yeah. you know, because everyone wants to perform. Everyone wants to be an actor. Everyone wants to be a singer. No, everyone you know, thinks they do. You know what I mean? Everyone and, thinks um, they do, and so we'll do it, yeah. and they realize it's not. And what then, they want. like, I guess one day I was 29. I did everything I was supposed to do. I had this wonderful husband who I still love and respect very much. Um, we can go in, that's a whole other discussion, yeah. but but a uh, great husband, uh, great house, great job, like, my mom was super happy about everything, you know. Um, that's, and, oh, the parents, that's always the scary yeah, part about getting a divorce yeah. and breakup. and I was like, and I'm like, I'm going to be 30 soon, and I'm not happy. I just didn't feel, ha and I didn't know what it was, I couldn't put, like, my finger on it, you know, and and this is going to sound kind of weird. So my dad, um, my dad died shortly after my mom died. Okay. Uh, that's a whole other story too. My gosh, we don't have to get into that right now. But anyway, tragic death of my dad. He was only 48. And um, whenever that song played on the radio, you know, Roll to Me? Look around your world, pretty baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. you hoped it'd be. Yeah. Right? And uh, every time I heard that radio song or that song on the radio, I felt like it was like a sign for my dad being like, mm. This is the wrong situation. Like, you need to change your life. Because every time I thought, like, I need to change my life, like, that song would come on. It was weird. I don't know. I'm not, like, a religious person, but I am very spiritual. I'm like, the universe is talking to me. I always think the universe One is talking to me. Yeah. And I was just like, I need to change my life. Like, I'm not happy. Um, you must love you made it weird. Huh? You must love you made it weird. Do you not know you made it weird? No. Pete Holmes' podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy sorry, sex guy, sorry, I didn't one. hear what you said. Sorry. Um, and uh, that place has amazing fried chicken. That's great. That's the one thing I love about Virginia is like you never know it, but the gas stations in the state of Virginia are where you get your fried chicken. It's where oh, the wow. best of the best is. There's this one in Charlottesville where you, if, you, if you spend ten or more dollars, it's called Brown's Gas Station. We're so eighty. If you spend more than ten dollars on gas, you get a free piece of fried chicken, and it's lit. I love this place with all of my heart. Okay, where were we? The universe. Yes, the universe. Oh, yeah. But, of course, you know, I needed to 
stay true to what I was supposed to do. So it's like, screw the universe. I'm just going to be unhappy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to do this because I made a commitment. You know what I mean? I have a commitment to my job. I have a commitment to my husband. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. You're here. And I just did it. I couldn't yeah. do it. And then one day, and I was like, and everyone's going to be so mad. Everyone's going to be so mad if I, if I change my life, you know? And then uh, some time went by, and I started to get this, like, this bulge on my, um, like, right below my abs, like, where you're, like, if I had an eight-pack, like, where they what would be, but it was, like, <laughs> really hard, and it hurt a lot, and I was, like, gonna ignore it for a while, ignore it for a while, and then I'm, like, I gotta go to the doctor about this thing, like, this is weird, I went to the doctor, and, um, doctor feels it and stuff, and does some stuff, and then she goes out, and I can hear her, I don't think she can, thinks I can hear her, but she's in the hallway going, I have a patient here, she has a very, very alarming mass on her abdomen. Oh, she needs to be taken in for scans immediately. Clear your, just put her to the front of the list. She needs to come right now. I'm going to have someone drive her now. And I was like, holy shit. Like, and then she comes in all peaceful, like, um, we're just going to do a couple of things to check. It's probably nothing, but, um, you need to, you need to cancel any plans you have today so that you can go right away. And I'm just like, Oh my god. And you know, in that moment, a normal human would be thinking, what? Oh no, I might die. Fear, right? Yeah. You, the, the, the um, natural human emotion for a healthy human is fear. Do you know what my emotion was? Thank god it's finally over. Relief. Yeah. yeah. Relief. I was like, finally. Finally, I'm out. I'm out of this. Right? And, um, and I thought, and you know, maybe, maybe I have like a month to live or something and then I'll get to do all the things I always wanted to do and no one's going to judge me for it because I'll be dying. They'll be like, oh, she's dying. She, that's okay that she wants to travel. That's okay that she wants to do this. It's okay because she's dying. And I'm like, I would rather, like, I'm not excited to live for one month, right? And I'm like, oh my God, why am I not, why am I not living right now? You know what I mean? Like. Why do I care about what other people think so much? They don't live my life. I'm with myself for 99.9%, 100% of the time with myself. They're with me for, what, 10% of my life? They're not thinking about me as much as I think they are. Why am I living my life for everybody except me, you know? And um, I'm like, well, perfect timing. You made that realization. You're about to die, huh? Um, But... Right? Yeah. But, um, you know, some days go by. I finally uh, get a call from the doctor. Like, what? What is this? You know? And she's... <laughs> I was constipated. I was literally full of shit. So... <laughs> that is the perfect way for that to end. <laughs> it really was. I was constipated. That's a bit, that sounds like a basis so of a So I had to bit. take some stuff, and I, I just shit for a long time. And then I was so skinnier. And then I went
did. I started. I mean, I started doing comedy. I was I was married when I started doing comedy. I'd quit. I'd quit my job first. Right. Well, what was the thing? What was the events leading up to the very first time you ever did it? Okay. Why were you there doing it? Okay. So I've, I've, I would say I've been writing comedy my entire life. So you know, I've been even since I was a little kid. I kept journals. That's, that's funny what I, things. That's what I realized. Like I, I would happened. whenever anything would happen, I would find the funniest way to tell it and I'd tell it to everybody yeah, I knew yeah. individually. I'm like. That, that's yeah. exactly what that is. I have this whole journal of like, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, and I, since I was a little kid. And when I was doing uh, weather on TV, like I would sometimes just kind of riff about different current events in the news. And sometimes my co-workers did not like me talking about certain things on live TV. But I mean, obviously it was Knowing you as well as I do, I can believe point. that. But yeah, I would just kind of blurt things. Um, so I feel like comedy has always been part of my life. But I guess the first time I like actually went to an open mic, right? That's how you start, right? You go to an yep. open mic, you try it out. I was in Denver, Colorado, and it's so, like, movie-esque how this happened. I so know. the universe just talks to me all the time. Uh, <laughs> or I've got multiple personalities going on. But I had my my book of things I think are funny, you know what I mean? And um, always thought it'd be cool to do comedy, but didn't really have the guts to do it because I had, um, like, compared myself to people who have Netflix specials and never and um, I was just feeling kind of down, and it was raining, as it does when you're feeling down. It's very, very theatrical, very cinematic. Yeah. And, um, I had one of those today. Yeah, and I was just like walk. I was walking around Denver by myself. Um, I was there with friends, but they were at work, and I didn't have a job at the moment. Part of the reason I was kind of down, I didn't know where I was going with my life. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Why did I even quit my job? I have no purpose. I'm just walking around the rain with a book of funny things. Some dark stuff down, and I'm like, I'm just gonna call an Uber. And I get, get an Uber, and I, I was like, gonna just Uber to. I just put like a destination down, like downtown area. I forgot exactly where it was, but then I was like, I'm gonna get an Uber and ask like, where's a good place to go, a good local spot. And I get in the Uber, and the guy was like, um, when I asked him where I should go, he goes, Well, I don't really get out a whole lot other than doing comedy. I'm like, yeah. Second no, time, my, my first time was it was a dumpster it, fire. It, I looked like a like a the, a bridesmaid in the blackout is what I looked like. Just so confident in what I was saying, but it was not good at yeah. all. Everyone was like, "Someone tell who she with? Just don't take her home." Like, listen to this, guys. You're not gonna believe. And I told, so I did call my friends, like, when you guys get off work, come down to this open mic. Oh, no, 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 no. I did call them to come, because I was so confident. And then, and, um, they came. And it was, this is what they said. They, this is my comp, this is the best compliment. You know what I mean? She goes, she goes, um, I loved how you were so unapologetic. (laughs) 
like you just trudged through. You knew it wasn't working, but you just oh. kept going. I was like, oh. it wasn't working. What? <laughs> I, felt, I felt good. I felt good up there. Oh, I think it was God. good. But I did record it. You did? And it was not good. You <laughs> have this recording not, somewhere. I don't. I think I deleted it. Oh, I deleted it. No. I shouldn't have deleted it. I regret it. I didn't record it. my first. I still have been recording it my second. I do regret it. Never. If you're a comic, never delete that yeah. shit. I deleted it, and I regret deleting the, it. I don't, at the I time, don't, I was embarrassed. I was like, no one, this needs to end right now. I don't necessarily... What day of the month is it? Uh, 13th. I've got, a, I've got 11 days until my one-year comedy anniversary. Ooh. I know. Uh, I don't. I almost didn't even really count my first time. It was my first time because it was... I, didn't, I had nothing I written down. I don't count my first time either because it was in the butt. <laughs> All right, Catholic girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first time, I, mean, I didn't have anything written down. I went up and I just sort of stammered and forgot half. I forgot half my premises, let alone. I didn't have right. any punchlines. It was second time I actually had like a semblance of structure to things. I count that. I have that one recorded. That was a lot of fun. That was the Good. first time I met Chris Allen. That was at the Richmond Funny Bone. Cool experience. That was the funny about open mics are good. Good little place. So you did. So your first open mic was kind of local. My first open mic was at the Southern. That's kind of ballsy. What do you mean? To like do it where you know people. I don't know anyone there. Oh, I guess you do now. I live in Lynchburg. Yeah, the only reason I know anyone there. I guess I'm thinking like because I I feel like we're all part of that now. Yeah, yeah. I was not at the time. Like I knew three people in Charlottesville and they were all sound. I was living at their house and I knew they were not going to be there. I was like, I'm going to see a friend in a thing tonight. (laughs) <laughs> like okay, and I went. I went downtown because I, I, I had seen the poster for it a long time ago, like like okay. a year before. I was like, oh, I should try that. Yeah. And I was there for a month, and I started watching Crashing Pete Holmes TV show. And yeah. Like, oh, if he can do it. And then, oh, if he can do. Because some of the, especially the first season, some of the bombing scenes yeah, are all oh, man. It's, it's like you know you can do better than that. And I saw. I knew there was an opening. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, look, it's this week. And I went to it. I knew no one there. Do you remember what you talked about? Uh, Oh, man. I tried. Yes. Uh, I talked about... um, Opening line was was the most hacky thing. I was like, so this is officially the summer I'm done working in food service. Literally, applause break. Who here has worked in food service? A couple hands. So you all share my uh, irrational fear of white moms. (laughs) That kind of thing. And I started talking about, like, I, I, I get this thing I call cashier brain. Where just sometimes things come out of my mouth that go past my higher reasoning because of social anxiety. Like it was like uh, it was so bad. It was awful. I should never have said it. Like I should never have made it in this public, and I'm making it public now. But it was like I was at uh, a subway once, and there was a woman from uh, oh gosh, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. Uh, I wanted she was it was some some Middle Eastern country, uh, and and she had asked if I wanted the sandwich on white or wheat bread, but with okay. an accent, and I and I. I said fight without we just passed my high reasoning and I just repeated the first thing I heard out of her uh-huh. mouth back to her and I'm like oh no I need to go kill myself now that's not <laughs> that's not okay or like this one oh no I was at Coldstone this was this is so bad I was making this dude ice cream and he's like can I get sprinkles he's a very flip point guy he's like can I get okay. sprinkles and I said uh, rainbow right okay <laughs> this went right past my higher reasoning and I'm like oh no I'm sorry he's like ah oh, it's for a friend don't worry about it I'm like you're cool uh, that was, I felt that I wanted to die. That was not good. And I talk about that to no laughs. I had a similar, um, that, that you just reminded me of a story. Um, so you know how I've been living in Florida. Yeah. I was on the beach and like, you know how when kids are digging holes like in the sand, Yeah, yeah. 
uh, like it's like a funny joke to be like, what are you kids doing? Digging a hole in China, right? Like that's a thing you yeah. say. You've heard this. Oh, uh, that's a deadline. Yeah. I heard the and best I, one the other day. And I'm just trying to be friendly. Like these kids yeah. are, these kids are like, like I just see the top of their head. And I'm like, what are you kids doing? Digging a hole in China? These two Asian kids pop out of this hole, and their parents. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, of course. That's a, that's a moment straight out of the office. Of course. <laughs> just like, I look like an asshole. Oh. Their parents are just like staring at me. The kids have their shovel. Like, this is 2019, bitch. <laughs> I live for those kind of like, sitcom moments. All right. I had one the other day. I had one. So I have this teacher who, he's a great, I, I love this man to death. Uh, he, one of the sweetest human beings I've ever known in my entire life. And, and the, the things he's said to and done for the two most important people in my life is that he, this, this guy has impacted in so many ways. But if you mention something he cares about, it'll go up. So we started talking about American cheese and the whole <laughs> class, the whole class turned into a discussion about politics and religion and like the meaning of life and, like, and he, 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 he'll, he'll go and it's like sit on a desk in the front of the classroom whenever I, I was gonna before the whole tragedy happened when I had to reschedule my finals I was gonna go in before the final and tape a piece of paper on the table uh-huh. that said the teacher's name's soapbox because <laughs> it's the thing it's where he sits when yeah. he's giving us the real the real talk yeah. and uh, he was, he's got a big a big TV that we use instead of like a projector and his screensaver is like it's just dictionary definitions, so like words will just like go across, and we'll see the definition. And he's sitting out there talking about an older, older dude, conservative guy. He's like, you know, man, you gotta come into this country. You gotta learn English. I mean, you can't, you can't just come in here and expect to live the life in your old country. You're an American for a reason. You gotta assimilate. And, you, and as he's saying this, the word bigot just slowly scrolls across the screen. And like going right next to his head, and then it flashes into the definition while he's going in this tirade. And I'm the only person in the class that was even struck. I had I was choking trying not to laugh. At everyone else, like it was beautiful. It was it, ma- it was magnificent. One of the best so moments of my magical. life. And and no one else got it. And I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Those are, oh, that's my favorite. I love when things like that happen. You ever find yourself just like chuckling to yourself because you're noticing the comedy and like everything around you? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I turn my, I internalize my life into a sitcom. Oh, yeah. And, and what I'll do, I'll, I'll, like, name chapters. Like, if I notice that something's been happening for a while, I'll rename, I'll, like, I'll, I will title that, that chapter of oh, my yeah. life. For sure. Like, Cooking and Bojack is a chapter of my life. Because I would go over to my friend Grace's place and cook constantly, and then she got me into Bojack. And so that was, it was like, Cooking and Horses, that's, like, like that kind of thing. Like, horses. Oh, yeah, no, I straight up will monologue my own life all the time. Like I like I'm like I'm living in a uh, like, a, like a TV show. Yeah, and I'm we're narrating. all the main we're all the main character in our, I know. in our story. I feel like a character an awful lot of the time, but I feel like a side character. What? Oh yeah, a this is all right. We're getting character we're in getting, the story. Don't tell me it's Jesus, you liberty kid. No, it changes. <laughs> it changes. This is we're getting into real boy hours. I had this conversation with somebody okay. the night, and this is like I'll go to my friends' places, and I'll just I'll sit on the couch, and we'll start talking, and then all of a sudden. I just spill. And this is one of the things that just came out, and I'm like, wow, did I just say that? I feel like a secondary character in my own life. So my life has been from, like, age age one, I spent so much of it. I, all I cared about was what, like, my parents and my parents' friends thought of me. And that was nothing no, through no fault of their own. It's just the way I am. Uh, and so I felt like I was living to be what they wanted. And then I went into, I got to school, and no one liked me, so I tried to be... 
like what they wanted. Yeah. And then I got to high school and I tried to be what everyone around me wanted there. And then I got right. to college and then like I don't have any close friends that I've known longer than like a year. Yeah. Because everyone comes into my life, we get real close, and then they're okay. Like I am yeah. with them through. That's the thing. There's a there's a plague. When I start getting to know someone, something terrible is going to happen, and I'm going to help them through that. And as soon as they're better, they're gone. I never hear from them again. A lot of times, that's what happens. Uh, most of the time, in fact, like I've got a couple of friends now that I'm like, okay, y'all are probably going to be for life. But I mean, until very recently, that was never a thing. Uh, and it feels like I'm there for exposition, to like like a side character who shows up and helps them through everything. And then once it's better, it's gone, and I have no more focus to my life. And I'm just there, like the like like you know how like when the news like like it's done and the cameras are still rolling and they're just yeah. sort of sitting there. I get a lot of times in my life where I just feel like that, where it's like everyone's okay, no one needs me, I have nothing, gotcha. and I just, just fall into nothingness for a little while until the next person came along. Right. That's that's what I mean when so I say I'm a secondary character in the show that I'm a part of. So you've been playing the part of whatever is needed in each situation. Exactly. So you're not like yourself. You're just like, no. well, this person came to my life and they need a firefighter, so I'm going to put on my firefighter hat exactly. and I'm going to be their firefighter. And now the fire's out. I guess I don't need to be a firefighter yep. anymore. Now who am I? Okay, well, this person needs um, this person needs a big brother. I'm going to put my big brother hat on and be a big brother. And exactly. then it's like, oh, they're all grown up. They don't need a big brother anymore. Well, now who am I? Yeah. And then I got to a point where like, I had a crisis <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know who I am because I'm different around everyone, I, everyone I'm around. And when I'm by myself, I'm nothing because I have nothing to be. And that's when I was like, that was, there was, there was been a couple real rough points. And then I got, the longer I've been in a comedy, the longer I'm like, I'm myself more. when I'm on stage. Yeah. And then you, it's and I, then I listen to it back. I'm like, oh, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, and that's, the, that's the. Getting uh, to be yourself on stage is really, really rewarding. Oh yeah. Because then, that's then what you I, are, you're still, because I feel like we all have a need to, to be useful, right? Yeah. That's why you had to be the big brother, the firefighter, the whatever, 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 those are metaphors. But Because <laughs> I never thought, but, I never, I didn't accept yeah, it for yeah. who I was, not who they needed me to be. Right, Until, right. like, very, very recently. But it's like, when you do comedy, you get to be yourself, and then people enjoy who you are, and yeah. you are now still of service, because you're making people laugh, you're making people smile, Absolutely. and feel connected. And I think so. Obviously, when you're when you're just beginning in comedy, right? Yeah. You you're learning the rules, and like we're, we're I, I, I consider myself a beginner. I think we're beginners. We're sure. like in this in this game at, at the beginning, and we're learning how to do this, how to do. Beginner, that. I've been on TV. Suck it. <laughs> but we're we're learning all this stuff, right? Yeah. But we're just learning. I think what do they say? You have to like learn the rules, then you can break them. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then, so I'm. I, it's like I'm starting to break some a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Starting to go into that territory because I think like we... headlining a show in Roanoke. <laughs> Why not? Do it. <laughs> if you can pull it off, if you can do it, by all means, do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Why not? I want to start doing that. You got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Everyone, yeah. can you do it? And I'm like, I'm doing it. See how else would you we'll know? See you how can do it, it goes. Yep. Um, but but just creating your own style and everything. And I think when you're going like from open mic to open mic and you're doing shows it's important to adjust somewhat right to learn yeah. but not to adjust too much because I feel like some this is my opinion some comedians they adjust who they are to make 
the masses will happen. Yeah. Right? And I think when you do that, you can get up to like here pretty quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've learned the rules of what makes most people laugh. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get to this level of, of comedy and I'm going to be very comfortable here and I'm going to do some shows and make some money, whatever, whatever. Well, I think you're going to get, but then you're I see you get burned out because now here you are wearing another yeah. mask, right? But I think if you can be patient and stay down here with all, all of your creepy humor that no one gets, but just you know it, yeah. you know it's funny to someone because yeah. you've made some people just cackle. You've made some people belly laugh. A few of them. I've got a, a couple. I've got a couple of bits. You know, and I you're know like, I'm I know this be is funny because this makes my heart happy and it makes some other people's heart happy too. And my job isn't necessarily to make all the rest of the people laugh. It's to find my weirdos. Yeah. It's that's that's what Pete Holmes calls his fans. His oh weirdos. yeah. That's, it's yeah. like you, now I'm traveling around handing out my cards and doing my thing and not worrying about it if most of the people don't laugh because there were like five people that loved it and they're gonna tell their people that are right. the same and then and then you just gather you I'd rather have like a very like a niche yeah like this is me and I want to find the people who love me yeah I don't want to wear a mask and impress the masses I don't want to do that anymore I'm so done. I'm not in comedy to make money and to get famous. Right. If I was in comedy to make money and get famous, that would be stupid because there's yep. easier ways to yep. make money. There's easier ways yep. to get famous. Yep. I was, before I left TV, I got a job offer at a top 10 market. That's like a big deal. I would have, and then the next step from there, like, I, I think I think if I would have pushed myself, I could have gone to like a national level with weather and all Probably. that. I could have done it. I was good at my job. Not afraid to say that. I think a lot of women are like, I mean, I'm like, bitch, you were good at what you did. Yeah, yeah. I was Own very it. good at what I did, and I could have stuck with it, and I could have been way more well-known right now than I am. Right. <laughs> you know? But I wasn't me, and I'd rather just be me, quirky weirdo, for five people at the bar who love it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I, and I think over time, I'm going to find more and more weirdos to join my... Yeah. Join my... <laughs> Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had felt the very similar way and, and I Chris had a really good talk with me. He said, You don't uh -huh. seem like you're yourself on stage. And I'm like, I've been hearing that. Tell me why. And he's he's like He said, You are in your essence a clean comic. You don't work well when you seem like you're trying to be edgy. You have a broad appeal and you need to utilize that uh -huh. and and stick with Rather uh -huh. than like what you, you might think uh -huh. is funny, and I'm like interesting. So I've stopped. I don't write down sets anymore, uh, and it's been going a lot better. Good. Yeah, uh, it was good. Chris, Chris is the, that, that dude's the Godfather. I got, I've had the best advice I've ever gotten. It's been from him. That's really good. Yeah, he was the he was the like Danielle sent me that very a very very long text, and I was like, Hey Chris, how do you? Because he's one of my few friends I know who's like married successfully. Uh, like, I'm like, how did you? How do you know that what 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 you can and can't settle for and with and like what up with? And we had a very good conversation about it. Chris is a, a stellar guy, one of the greatest people I've ever known. Yeah. Uh, that's that's and been he's working for me. Funny. He's so funny. I love that dude. He's gonna go places. Yeah, yeah. He's already going places. Yeah, he's going to Atlanta. Yeah. I know. We're, I'm gonna miss him. We're about to. We're, we're, we're gonna lose. Uh, we lost host battle now. We're gonna move onward with his 
memory. That's true. <laughs> I know. There's a very big. There's about to be a giant because Winston's probably moving too, like in the next year. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So there's gonna be a He's power vacuum. And now that I know about Richmond comedy, I'm like, oh, it's not just a bunch of Winstons. Like, I honestly think the Charlottesville group as a whole uh-huh. is better than the Richmond group as a whole, just from what All I've right. seen and who I've met so far. I'm like, I have noticed it because, like, oh my gosh, since I've been traveling, when you go to different places, the style is so different. Yeah. Because the same comedians yeah. kind of, I you, can't... You, you kind of feed off each other in a subconscious. Yeah. Level. I can't do comedy in New England yet. They, they, it's I so can't. weird. And it's not a bad thing, necessarily. I think you help each other. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it could be a bad thing if you stay in one place for too long. Because, I mean, I went to Atlanta, and they were just really digging, like, the long stories. And that doesn't work here. No. It really doesn't. And, and I say here, I mean, Charlottesville. Like, I remember I tried to tell some stories, and people were like, get to a punchline. We're bored. You know? And then I was doing punchline, punchline in Atlanta and stuff that This is why I'm getting that encouragement to just talk, and now I've kind of I've melded the two. You know what I mean? Talk. This is why I'm excited to be a pilot. Pilot. I'm gonna have free access to the country. Oh yeah. I'm already excited. So I'm going to Raleigh in June to do my flight instructor course. That's awesome. So I'm doing a semester and a half of flying classes in nine days. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna snap. Did you do a podcast while you're flying a plane? No, no. (laughs) Well, theoretically (laughs) yes, but legally no. Not no, and then Roger's gonna dismiss it. I, I'm personable with the air traffic controllers, <laughs> especially when they're not back. I'll be extra nice to them. Uh, but I'm gonna have nine days where I'm gonna. That's gonna be the most stressed I ever, ever have ever been, yeah. and probably will ever be in the rest of my life. Okay. The end of it, I'm going to a friggin' open mic. I gotta go to one while I'm in Raleigh. There's gotta be something there. Oh, there's a lot. I actually have like a list somewhere. Give me Good. Give me the. I went to some days open of the mics week. there. I'll be there for a okay. while. Okay, I gotta, I gotta find my list. I'm excited about. Okay, alright, why are we doing this? I have been given my dad's go-ahead to go to a butcher shop and have a $100 spending limit once I get my CFI. A I'm so shop. ready. A butcher shop. Yeah, we found a butcher in Lynchburg finally after two years. Is that years like a trying. big thing? Like, it's like going to the toy store when I'm a, little, you I'm a, a cooking, I'm a cooking fanatic. Oh, okay. Guy Fieri is my <laughs> idol. Oh, gee whiz, dad. <laughs> I'm making filet mignon in a bourbon pan sauce. That's what I'm doing. That's and it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I've been there, yeah. No, You're I've been, like a jack of all trades. I really, just, no, my, my problem is I love everything, and I can't half ass something. I, I have to, I, so I will go. Only. I really, you think you think I would be, but I'm not. You're everything just, sucks, know. and I hate it. No, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking to Harley about this the other day. She's I'm like, I get interested in things, and then I go ham at it for a really long time. Yeah. Until I get to a certain point, I'm like, I can't really get anywhere else unless I made this my full-time career. Like, I had a video game on the App Store. I could be a game designer if I wanted to, but I have to change my life You're just really good it. at learning things. I'm good, yes. I totally and and I get that. passionate behind whatever I feel like mm-hmm. doing at the time. And I go, I'm and like, once you get, like, pretty good at it, you're like, well. I'm like Michael Scott. I'm, I'm exactly like Michael Scott from The Office. <laughs> uh, and usually I had a wall where I'm like, there's nowhere else to go. Comedy, there's always somewhere oh, else to yeah. go. There's, 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 it's, 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 sometimes it feels like it's a plateau, but there's always a way to get better. There's always something else you'd be doing. And I'm like, that's why I like it, because I need something to be constantly pursuing that I can't get bored with. I need something to be chasing towards and working towards. I'm a dog. It's an eternal tennis ball. Yeah. I am a dog. 
Okay, I think I'm glad you said that because I kind of I have that same struggle. Yeah. With, like getting good at something and then you're like, all it, right. You, you know. need you seek the eternal tennis ball. That's what yeah, I'm. That's what I'm calling it. This is the eternal it. tennis ball, man. This is great. Yeah. It's always. It's funny too. It's like, <sighs> Look do you at really that cloud. Think, that think nice you just cloud. like totally killed it. Like killed a set, and then and then then you, then you do another one that's talk much about better, you, like, and then you look post. back at it and you're like, that's terrible. I can't believe I thought oh, yeah. that was good. This oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I've been. Every time I go back, I'm like, every time. Yep. And now I've got a, a, a freshling to mentor, so I'm, I'm, I'm passing on all of this knowledge. I'm like, you, you're going to think you have good sets, and you're going to look back on them in a year, and you're like, oh, what was that? I know. She's not bad, though. She, her cat has dementia and AIDS, and he's an ordained minister in the state of Virginia. That's... Her cat can legally perform weddings. How does that happen? I don't know, like, but it's what? great. It's, it was like the Unitarian Life Church will ordain anything with a name to it. But how does the cat do it? Like, it does a certain, like, meow really once know. means I really thing, don't then... know. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, but it, technically meow, it can meow, happen. Meow, 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 I think she functions as his, 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 uh, liaison. I, I'm not sure how it works, but it's great. But she, she has this whole thing about, like, the cat, uh, he's old and he's got, like, a swagger to him and she likes to think he's, like, a, like, a, like a, a World War II now. veteran. I look so tired with him. And she realized he has dementia when he started beating her in the middle of the night with his walker screaming about the Japs. And I'm like, this, this is stupid. <laughs> it's like, don't even get him started with fireworks. He thinks he's back in Pearl Harbor. It's like this whole thing about the cat. It was really funny. And I'm like, dang it, I wish I had a, a first set that was that went that well. Yeah. All right. I love how sets sounds like sex. I had it's a, a similar. This is gonna. This, my, my Pete Holmes fanboyness is about to really show. He always talks about oh, yeah. comedy being a sexual thing. Because for a minute there, you are you are when it goes well, you are entirely in control of a oh, whole yeah. room of people oh, yeah. that are that are in your hand and yeah. you're making them feel what you want them to feel. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a yeah it's a thing. Well, well, like, so I record all my my sets, right? I usually yep. bring a camera. Or so I had my camera in my. Um, she my recorded house. my Blacksburg set. Watched it on YouTube. Yeah, my, Colby Night Comedy. There you go. But uh, I had this guy come over, um, you know, to read the Bible, as you do. But he was over, and um, <laughs> and he's like, nice camera. Like, why do you have that camera? And I said, oh, because he knew I was a comedian. I was like, I, I record my sets. Mm. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> so I record all my sets, right? He goes, is it recording right now? And I was like, no. And he's like, but you record all of your sex? And I was like, sets. Like, no. <laughs> you think I would, and he was, the funniest thing was he wasn't like he's freaking just going out. Along he with was it? like, is it recording right now? Like, are we going to be on a video? Oh, like, <laughs> is this going to turn up when I run for senator? That's a good, the important <gasps> questions. Lens cap was even on. Oh it, no! Oh, bless oh, his heart. Oh, bless his heart. He was pretty. He was a pretty one. <laughs> oh boy, I could not live that way. Oh, it's great. It's great, Colby. It's great. I got so attached. I, mean, to I was. I was okay. Long story short, I went to Catholic school. I, my parents were very strict. We didn't even talk about sex. I got married when I was 22 years old. Almost um, my life. Yeah, I just, I was just such a little, like, you know, Mother Teresa, and then, you know, this past year, I've been divorced, and I've just been, like, I'm a woman, 
use my body while I can and have a great time because I can. It's 2019. I don't have to pretend to hate sex. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like, women need to really embrace their sexuality. I think it's actually dangerous if they don't because a lot of women think sex is only for men. committed relationships, only for men, right? So what happens is they associate sexual pleasure with, like, companionship and, mm-hmm. like, being taken care of and all that. So it's like every time they're a little horny and they just want to catch a dick, they got to they gotta be in some committed relationship. And then now they, they, get, end up they get stuck used in those to, relationships. They get stuck in relationships and they also get used to that feeling of being taken care of. Yeah. And then when you are alone, it's very disturbing and it's mm. very scary you know what I mean I was faced with that like oh my gosh I'm actually alone like there's no one here to hold me what am I gonna do and I was having like that, a that, mental that's breakdown that's why being long distance for three years has helped me not yeah. be dependent on someone else I'm like I can I yeah. can handle myself right but I mean but even like I, was, I did long distance for a while but even just having someone to call that emotional yeah. like I miss you like there was a moment in my life after my divorce and everything where I was laying in bed and I had like this realization that like if I died tonight no one would know probably for a couple of weeks oof you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And it was scary. It was like the feeling in my stomach was like being out in the middle of an ocean. Have you ever been on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean? Oh, the first day I woke up and had a panic attack. At night, and you're like, no one could hear me scream. Like, oh, like if you yeah. were like, oh, it just I can't it almost felt that. like that. Like there's no one here, Ooh. and I had to get very, very comfortable in that loneliness. And once I finally felt comfortable in that loneliness Mm -hmm. life got a lot more fun because now I didn't need anyone to fill a void right now it's just fun life is really really fun and yeah I love an emotional connection I'm not trying to just like use people as a piece of meat but I did for a little while and it it was my right to do so and I encourage all the women out there to just find yourself a boy toy you know what I mean? They love it. Let them know they're a boy toy. Don't play up feelings. That's where it crosses the line when you're not being honest. When people say they love you, but they're really just using you, that's bad. But if they're like, hey, we're attractive, what do you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, okay. And then sometimes feelings actually develop. I mean, everyone knows that, right? Catch feelings. Pretty but sure. But it's great when both We've all seen feelings. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I love that show. But, um, now I'm not. I'm no longer Marshall Erickson. I don't know who I am on How I Met Your Mother anymore. I'm certainly not Barney, and I don't think I'm Ted. I used to be I don't Ted, know who but I'm not I am. Ted I guess anymore. I'm. I guess I'm. What's the one that Ted really liked? But she was Robin. Yeah, you're I guess a lot I'm like, more of a Robin because like, like she's like kind of doing her own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot. A lot of my comedy is about that. Like I say that my comedy is very sexual. Yeah. It's not dirty. I don't tell dirty jokes. I tell sexual jokes because sex is not That's dirty. Your catchphrase. It's, a, it's a human thing. It's my thing. It's my phrase. Yep. Um. Here I am telling this to Liberty student over here who's not allowed to sleep over at people's houses without an adult. Now I can well no, technically <laughs> actually technically I'm still not allowed to. But who's gonna know? Oh I'm off campus now. Who's gonna know? I have moved out, I, I have my own rules. place. I'm an adult now. Yeah. I can cook with you wine learn, like you, a badass. You learned the rules and now you break them. <laughs> That's right, son. Ooh, full circle. Nice callback. Yeah. That's a good note to end this on. <laughs> All right. Anything we're plugging? Plugging. Gonna... we got to plug our show at one more time, right? Yeah, yeah. got to catch both of no, us. Yeah, that's going to be the only parking spot. Oh, I'll plug the show while you're there. All right. Um, May, May 19th. 19th. It's on a Sunday. 
7 o'clock in the evening. You can get out by the time you got to go to bed, all right? Dinner's included. $20 if you buy a line right now. You can go to Christina Montori's Facebook page. You're going to link that in this or whatever? Uh, or the, link the event? I don't I'll know. link it in the I don't YouTube. Know. We'll figure it out, but I'll just spell it. K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Space. Space. M-O-N-T-U-O-R-I. And the event is there, and you can buy those tickets. Dinners and I'll be on it. It's going to be a blast. Included. It's a good deal. Our right, dinner and a deal. show, 20 bucks. Yep. Mm -hmm. Never right. miss an opportunity to plug uh, yourself. That's your Facebook. Do Especially you, you want to plug your Instagram? That's <laughs> <laughs> a butt plug joke. I still, I, I still um, want to see that joke work. I've not, it's see, worked several times. It? Oh, I'm good. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I'm proud. I helped with that one. <laughs> you did. I, I did. That. Yep. Uh, my Instagram, same name. Um, yeah, yeah. I gotta get like a sign-off catchphrase or something for this. <laughs> any any ideas? Any bright ideas? Words of wisdom from the universe? We'll probably think of it. Um, it'll be like I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, we gotta maybe you should ask your your fans to um all three of them. Well, two now. To, uh, <laughs> two after this last to month. Vote on a, on a on a catchphrase. Or I'll something. do that. Yeah, act, ooh, I'll have that. Uh, if you share this, I'll have I'll have that uh, part of it. So I'll get some okay. comments. Okay, I'll share the shit out of this. Man. Yeah, do it. Oh, oh that could be your catchphrase. All right. Good night, guys. Share the shit out of this. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs>